1: One Snake Plissken.
0: One Jack Burton.
1: One weekly discussion of comics and neuroculture. culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer.
0: I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd.
1: And we are the Handsome Boys, Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. This episode 203.
0: Dare I detect some author appeal in uh, who I who I think wrote our uh, our intro this this week.
1: Hey man, if I was really author and appealing it, I'd be R.J. McCready every day of the week.
0: <laughs> is that who you'd be? Yeah,
1: I wouldn't. Ju- Snake, Who's that?
0: The guy from the thing? Uh,
1: yes, he is. But he is uh, that uh, like you have to ask that question. He is not. He doesn't have name brand recognition like Snake or mm-hmm. Jack Burton do. So, I I came up with these five minutes ago. I was just like Kurt Russell. All what's right, let's like, do what's that. A,
0: what's a thing that I like?
1: Yep, pretty much. <laughs> I like I like Kurt Russell.
0: Mm-hmm. We hey, can't that's... be we can't be Sonic and Knuckles anymore.
1: No, hey, handsomeites, how you guys doing? This is Kurt Russell cast episode mm-hmm. two hundred and three. We're starting to run mm-hmm. out of, starting to run out of things to talk about about Kurt Russell.
0: That's 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 not the case. No, it's not. <laughs> <sighs>
1: so we're going to be discussing Black Panther volumes one through three. Uh, by Tana Coates, Brian Stelfreeze, Chris Sprouse. Later on about government
0: terrorism, mm-hmm. terrorism. Te- yep. bombs
1: i guess superheroes yeah some superhero he- well yeah
0: revolutionaries yeah revolution professors
1: per- philosophy
0: mhm sisters that are in heaven
1: <laughs> memory heaven
0: memory heaven correct yep technically correct best kind mhm your favorite kind yeah
1: uh well that's and that's a little bit before we get there we have comic books that came out this very week to talk about, it's it time for Week of Floppies. Week of Floppies is the part of the show where Eric and I talk about this week's books tell you to buy or do not buy them. Go, we'll see. Oh, we have a mush meter. I <laughs> short-circuited there for a second. We have a mush meter. It goes from one to five if we're feeling particularly mushy. <laughs>
0: Uh, or if re- you just have I, a seizure in the middle I, of talking,
1: I have to reset myself occasionally. You you have to take a pen, <laughs> a tip of a pen, and you just push it in a little. There's a little a little spot behind my ear, and just pop, I'll pop stab in you there. with a
0: pen. It'll be fine.
1: Resets my ramp. Mm-hmm. Our first our first book of the week is Batman: Creature of the Night Number One, written by Kurt Bus- Busick, art, colors, and cover John Paul Leon, letters Todd Klein.
0: Kurt Busick. Oh God, why can't I think of Astro City? I, yes, you, you just did. Yeah, I just did.
1: Kurt Busick of, yeah, Astro City that explains,
0: that explains why this is so effing weird.
1: Yeah, it's... This is a, this is
0: a weird book, call and it it it's Bat- him. It's could him. Be, it's very him.
1: It could be, yeah, it's it. this doesn't have to be a Batman uh, title. It, it, I mean, it could, it,
0: you put it, Batman on it so it'll sell. Uh, yeah, I mean, you make it, could it weird be, because you're Kurt Busick.
1: It could be any superhero kind of... A, it could be a Spider Man story, honestly, because hey, that's also what happens to Spider Man. He endures a personal tragedy and becomes a hero. Um it's the, very the weird. Symbolism
0: is wrong, it kinda has to be.
1: Yeah, a Batman dark a dark a dark night.
0: an avenger yeah. of the of yes. the of, uh, He's got to talk like this. He's all talking around yeah. like Um Swear to me. I no. okay. think I like this. I do like it. Is a little silly and it's super weird, but it is really gorgeous.
1: Yes, I have no I, problems with it. I, I like,
0: I like it. It's good.
1: I, I think one okay. The number one problem I have with it, I could. It took me twice as long to read this book because of the font choice. For
0: dude, dude, letters are out of control. What is the story? Everybody's got to use illegible fonts. Make them tiny. Got a got a black, uh, red text on on black, illegible, like, scratchy font. Oh, God, what is wrong with everyone?
1: I'm like, it, I mean, Todd Klein has been doing it for a million years.
0: <laughs> yeah, Todd Klein should not be making this mistake. Todd Klein, of course, Todd Klein did a lot of script stuff in the Sandman.
1: Mm-hmm, and I didn't like so it not either. I
0: don't know what I'm thinking, so of course Todd Klein's going to do that, but it's... Really god, it's like eye bleedingly hard to read. Yeah, it, it is l- l- let me tell you a secret, Robbie. Do you uh, know what the only point of lettering is? No. What is to it? To fucking read it. Oh.
1: Well, I, I don't know about the only point. I think it is the primary no, point. No, that is
0: literally the only point. <laughs> that is what everything else is secondary. I everything I, else is, is completely it, sa- it is is there to be read.
1: It's not unreadable, but it is it took it was laborious. Mm-hmm. It. I, I don't want to have to work to under like. What is he? If I like, I'm like, I'm squinting. I'm like, it's right up at my. If I, I'm okay. Okay, all right. And then the I'm, I'm like, is,
0: stuff is digital too. People got to read the stuff on their phones.
1: Well, I know. I don't, you gotta I don't be better
0: about this.
1: I don't. That's my biggest problem with this thing. Like, I think that there is. I'm really interested to see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Leon's art is beautiful. It's good. It's great. It's Uh, gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It looks really nice. I'm like this turn of really explore. Like, I don't know where this is going to go. Exploring like a kid. I I hope it's, I mean, it's Kurt Busick. I expect it to not get super dark. I expect it not to be like a full on like superheroes, like a full on rejection of superheroes. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Busick doesn't do that. He loves the full on platonic ideals of superheroes. Uh, I think it's because it's him that I'm like, oh, I'm really interested to see where this goes. Um, I, I feel like some of it, I don't know. I guess the other little thing that's in my head is like all the things that make him that make this kid be close to like Bruce Wayne and like their name is Wayne Wright, and like their mm-hmm. all that stuff is just a little bit laborious to me. It's like.
0: A little on the nose, you think?
1: A little bit. And I know, like, and they even go out of their way to like, yeah, it's even Mm -hmm. crazy that there's a, he had an Alfred,
0: but. Well, he, he was, he sort of created the Alfred.
1: I know. I mean, I I think that half of it is the kid doing it himself, but also. Yes, exactly. I just, you don't have to have all that stuff in there for it to be, you can go, hey, it's Batman.
0: Like, you know, I, I, I kind of don't even see that there needs to be more of this. What do you think about that? I'd be okay with just this. I mean, you could do that.
1: I'm. I, don't, I think I, this it reads I,
0: just fine with this being all there is. I'd be 100% fine with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a miniseries. I don't think mm-hmm. it has a. It's not like a continuing series or anything. Oh
0: yeah, this is not gonna go on for 50 years.
1: No, but I, I don't. I like. I ha, having a distance from Batman makes it a little bit easier to kind of tell a story about a child avenging. The death of his parents and giving it a, a, you know, a context separate from the Batman, the property, which is a thing that like Batman White Knight is like having a Joker be good story is no matter what you do, it is connected to our knowledge of Batman and the Joker and all that stuff. This because it's just like in a world where Batman's just a brand like our world. It can I think it has a little bit more room to explore themes and stuff like that. doesn't have to worry about being true to quote unquote Batman characters. I think it works fine by itself. I am interested to see what they do with this see what where they end up really and like i that's the other thing like I kinda just would rather have it and trade you know just read the whole thing this is not a i don't know i that's the thing i I keep saying to myself a lot about a lot I of don't. comics. Uh, like, I mean, how many
0: more years does the monthly direct market have? I
1: don't know. I see a lot of comic book retailers are like five years, maybe ten years. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. just do trades only, basically. Um, I'm a buy though. I, I, I yeah. my, my minor, my the, oh my god, that font. If it does that every episode, every issue, <laughs> I'm it's, like, gonna, it's Todd Klein. It Ugh.
0: absolutely is going to do it.
1: Yeah, but other than that, I'm a buy. I like it a lot.
0: So you're a you're a do not buy on uh the Todd Klein's Todd Klein script.
1: I'm a I'm a I'm not just I mean in
0: open type format. It
1: very rarely I don't see it anywhere else, honestly in other comic books.
0: But I th- Are you kidding? There's so much so much like just bad type. It's so illegible.
1: Uh, maybe it's just I don't read those comic books.
0: We have read several.
1: I know, and every time I think I'm like, mm, I don't like this.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. you, you whine just like that?
1: Uh, uh, I make I do uh, in a little noise. I'm a buy. I assume Eric's also a buy.
0: I, I mean, I said as such. And oh, okay. You, well, you whined.
1: Eh. You Double whined buy. over me. Double buy, Batman, Creature of the Night, number one. Our next up is Mystic You, number one, written by Elisa Quitney, art Mike Norton, colors Jordi Valera, letters Darren Bennett.
0: They've been teasing that incredibly cute cover of Xantana forever. I swear they've been I, I I I could not escape this book.
1: So magic flashback school with murder mis well not even murder mystery world ending uh, mystery uh and but set in a magic school magic high school or magic college I have college. never I seen
0: don't... anything like this.
1: Yeah, that's the I
0: I have never seen a property called Harry Potter <laughs> or I've never seen Harry Potter in the DC universe and, 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 and called it, uh, Gotham Academy. I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- like, that's all I could think of the whole time I'm reading this is this is so fucking derivative, but I like it despite myself. I mean, I, once I get past that, like, I think that there's cute and fun characters and it's kind of sexy and silly and there's good here. I mean, if anything, it's not written wretchedly. Um, no, I, I, I would, I would like, I would look at any Mike Norton art. Mike Norton is is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, the art is really good. I, yeah, it is very. The whole time I think I'm like, magic. Really, another magic school in the deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gotham Academy is not strictly, you know, it. It's superhero it's superhero academy really more than magic oh, dude, academy, it's still but... it's
0: still hogwarts in the DC I... universe it's exactly this i know except done better and this is not done poorly but that book is awesome
1: yes gotham academy is very good the although gotham academy doesn't have a green goo monster named plop mm-hmm. which frankly is probably like 30 percent of the reason i like this book a lot is that there's what a was the
0: what was the one in what was the one in the mutants universe? The one that Mike Allred drew? Who am I th- I'm thinking of Dupe.
1: Yes, Dupe, who is I'm a thinking a, dupe. a bean guy. A little so bean where's man. The,
0: where's the let's get Amalgam Comics back so we can have dupe Plop?
1: that's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time, but it's amazing and it should exist. Dupe Plop. I know. <laughs>
0: I would not have laughed at that if you hadn't reacted like that.
1: He wears a hat. It's also very good. He just finds mm-hmm. a hat and he wears it. Uh, it's, Frankenstein's uh, it's, it's monster. His head ornament. Frankenstein is teaching a class. I don't. It's. Mm-hmm. I again. Mike Nor- Mike Norton is really good. Uh, it's it. The writing is 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 is, is, is good enough. Like I I also I'm hooked by the mis- the central mystery of it. I it is. I like that this central mystery is very, is defined. It is not like I, it is, that implies a, a, a sense of purpose with the mystery. One that I more and more appreciate. Hey, it's one of these people is responsible unless they're all red herrings and everyone's wrong, which is always possible. You can always get swerved at the end there, but I, it is derivative, but I think it has enough charm in it and it looks Mm -hmm. very pretty. I'm a buy.
0: Oh, yeah. Fun book. That's
1: a double buy. Flawed, but lovely. Mystic U, number one. Next up is Dark Hawk, number 51, The Return, part one of one. It's a one-shot. Although, it's it's number, it doesn't, none of this, okay. Written by Chad Bowers, Chris Sims, Art Kev Walker, Colors, Java Totaglia, Letters, Travis Lanham.
0: Did you, did you pick this book to punish me?
1: It's the fifth Wednesday of, it was the fifth Wednesday of November. So all the, always, whenever there's a fifth Wednesday in a month, it's always the light month, always the Mm -hmm. light week. There's always, I saw, actually saw retailers like, Hey, if you're like doing an indie publishing, publish on the fifth Wednesday of a light, like of a month. And there's like not much competition. And yes, I did pick this to punish you. Mm -hmm. This is a, okay. I don't know. Like, Now, now Marvel has just gone to like, what's instead of like doing series we know will fail, we won't market, let's just do one shots and then make people like make readers actually email us and say they want more Darkhawk if they like it. Like, no one this feels like it exists only to for podcasts to read and review. Like, I don't Mm know, I I don't, I've never heard of, I've never met a Darkhawk fan.
0: I I did not know there was such a thing.
1: Darkhawk or Darkhawk fans
0: dark hawk fans i i think i was tangentially aware of dark dark hawk Darkhawk.
1: Dark, dark it's it's i don't i don't know about this thing what is i don't know what this i don't know what this is like it's just like hey this here's, is this is
0: this is a bad book trying to make bad stuff seem like it's serious it's got it, a lot of nice pinks in it though
1: i do like all the pink,
0: mm-hmm. pink it's is pretty good it
1: I, I I don't know, it, this, Dark Hawk is one of those properties that felt like it was created exclusively to sell toys, and this is trying to make sense of a lot of bad continuity, and it's, like, trying to actually, like, make all of it somehow make sense, and put him in a place where they could have theoretically use him again, but, like, maybe Warren Ellis could get something out of this character.
0: Which, you know, Marble... he's, a, he's about the only person with the vision to to make a, a character this ineffectual just to make it work. Like, ugh.
1: yeah, it's it, God. like it, it. this feels like it very much like, hey, we we I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is for. I it, it's not mm-hmm. that it's like it's a, a very aggressive like it's I wouldn't say anything it is. Bad, really? It's it, just... well, it
0: very aggressively has nothing to say.
1: Yeah, it's just like it's like someone
0: a... yelling really loudly.
1: I have no opinion. It's here's a character. Yeah. You remember Darkhawk? No, <laughs> like content. Y- yeah, it just feels very much like a shot, like out in the, like it's a, a yell into the abyss. Like, hey, mm. Darkhawk fans. Yeah. Hey, you there? Yeah. No.
0: The abyss says no.
1: Yeah, I was, I just can't find myself interested in this. I just can't. There's nothing it's, in this. There's no. There's no perspective. There's no. There's it's no not good.
0: That's nah. why you're not interested in it.
1: It's, it's not a good comic book. I don't know what good is anymore, Eric.
0: It's not this. Okay. It's the opposite. I mean, regardless
1: of, of how I want to mince words, I'm gonna do not buy on this thing.
0: Yes. I mean, I think you know what good is. You know it in your heart.
1: Every day gets a little. Think bit... about
0: petting puppies that's good
1: that is good that's a good thing
0: yeah there you go okay there you go
1: double do not by Darkhawk number 51 why why is it number 51 like I I appreciate Legacy numbering in some regard but a one-shot Darkhawk comic why is it number it doesn't okay our next book is John Wick number one written by Greg Pak. art by Giovanni Valletta Valletta? Valletta one of the two colors by David Curiel and inlight Studios letters by Tom Napolitano I was like a Greg a uh, a uh, uh, Greg Pak wrote this. I was like, what? Okay, mm-hmm. John Wick comic. I'm like, oh, just one of those branded. Oh, it is Greg Pock? Hmm. Um. What are your thoughts on John Wick the property,
0: Eric? I am not familiar.
1: You never watched those movies?
0: You have to go to the movies to to watch. I mean, movies.
1: you you can watch them on other things now. I mean, now you can like watch put them on your like TV through a computer or buy a disc, download them, stream them. Uh- Disc physical media does still exist. We're gonna go Man, back to my, it when the internet I'm doesn't sorry, work my, anymore.
0: My, I pawned my laser disc player.
1: Okay, well jo- I've seen John Wick one. I've not seen the second se- the the sequel yet. Uh, John Wick one is a very good action movie with lots of Keanu pe- Reeves shooting people directly in the face, very cool. close. It's very good for an action. You know, it's hey John Wick uh, is a bad guy, uh, like a a badass. He retires. His dog gets killed in front of him. So he goes, murders like a three hundred people. Of that, course, that, I mean that literally is the plot of John Wick one. Um, so, okay, you are disconnected from this property. You know nothing other than, hey, this this looks sort of like Keanu Reeves. Um, what do you think? No, <laughs> that's not a. Oh, does that count?
0: No, you don't like this. I don't. I, I do. I don't want this. No, I. I don't like this. I do not. Maybe this is maybe this is what the movie is. I don't know.
1: It it, it it is basically this is kind of what the movie is.
0: I this could be a pitch perfect take. Maybe I would hate those movies. I was not really prepared to come in and read a book that's just a bunch of dumb shit and then some guys getting shot in the face. It wasn't fun for me. They're like, "Ah, you're eating pie." And then, "Oh no, you're the guy with the pie. Don't kill me." I don't know. I I don't understand. I, I I think the expectation of a film is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I I don't know. I got no joy from this.
1: Let me ask you a different question, then.
0: Sure. If this was a Punisher comic,
1: would it change your mind? Would you feel differently about it?
0: I would think it was a completely average Punisher comic that I would not want to buy. Okay. It has nothing to do with, I mean, that is an interesting and telling question because it does make me understand the character a little bit more, but I don't think that improves this book one iota. I feel like. At the end of the day, I I think this is a, I think this is a boring comic book.
1: I, I feel like this is like, it is what John Wick is. Like you watch that movie, like it is like. There, I, there is some. I, I don't know. I, I've seen people online be like, "Look at all, look how deep John Wick is," and look at these, like, look how good a movie it is. I'm like, "Well, it's a good mm-hmm. action movie. It's fun to watch."
0: And, yeah.
1: and I, I root for John Wick because his goddamn dog dies in the first five minutes.
0: So, yes, of course, I want him to go fucking murder all those bad, awful people. Um, well, just because something is a good movie doesn't mean it's going to work in other. I mean, something that's a good movie might not make a good TV show i agree. let alone make a good comic book.
1: And I I think that's I think Greg Pak does an excellent job of emulating the movie, you know, in piecing like there's all these set pieces of like, you know, John Wick diving through a window across a building with a couch cushion and, mm-hmm. you know, killing a room full of people that are trying to kill him. I I think that like I don't like, know.
0: I want I want I would I would if this was drawn by Katsuhiro Otomo, I think it would work. Okay. And having like kind of subpar artwork. Yeah, maybe that's making it bad.
1: So if a Hall of Famer artist uh was drawing this?
0: Well, I mean, these are really stiff and stilted action scenes. Okay. The the whole thing about action movies is like they have amazing cinematography and great stunts mm-hmm. and layers of shit. Mm-hmm. You know? This has like three people that are putting this together. One artist and one anchor, one penciler and one anchor, maybe, and one person doing colors. And that's not rich enough to pull off something as shallow as 25 pages of, of dumb talking and fight scenes. You know, that yeah. that is a thing that I know this movie is renowned for, is it's beautiful... Like cinematography and like great lighting and mm, yes. I mean, all kinds of stuff, you know,
1: it's, it, it's a it's, stunts. It looks really good and it doesn't have yeah. it. It It is a very good action movie. I will not know. I, call yes. it, I don't call it great, but the, some people do. Um, well, I mean, it, I, I, don't I don't think don't, this, no, they don't
0: have to. They don't have to all be Oscar winners. No, you know? but
1: I don't think that this I think this comic book does a good job of emulating the movie, but I don't think it necessarily does a good job of being a comic book. Like I think Greg Pak was like, well, what's what do I do with a John? Like, it's it's you're caught between a, a rock and a hard place when you're like, okay, I gotta do. It. We're making a John Wick comic. I'm guess I'm gonna just do what the movie does, you know, have these kind uh-huh. of action scenes and like John just John Wick just being a badass. He I think Keanu Reeves has like eight lines in the entire movie, so it's not like it's a talkative thing. But I don't want that in this. You know, it's I don't want. Necessarily want that in a comic book. I for fans of John Wick, maybe you'll like this. I don't know. I'm a fan of John Wick in general, and I don't. I think this is fine, but a fine for me is more and more. I do not buy.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I think I think average is the kiss of death. You you do not need to. That's the unfortunate thing is you you in this world you can't really spend your time on something that's average. It either has to be special to you, or it has to be f- fucking amazing.
1: Double Do Not Buy, John Wick, number one. Our last book of the week is Sword of Ages, number one. Created, written, and illustrated by Gabriel Rodriguez. Colored by Laverne Kinzierski. Lettered by Robbie Robbins.
0: Can I call you Robbie Robbins? Please don't. I'm going to call you that, Robbie Robbins.
1: Okay, great. Appreciate that. Lovely. Can I call you Eric Eric Ericky?
0: I mean, Eric Z. Erickson. You can call me that. You can call me Easy Jeezy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Uh, from the As the title says, from the artist, co-creator of Lock and Key. A weird-ass fantasy
0: book. It's great. I want to, don't want to kiss it always.
1: It's, it's a very straight... I, it's very...
0: Well, I mean, it's literally like a pastiche of everything that, like, every <laughs> stupid, precious indie book that I love. You can't I... tell me this doesn't make you think of Brandon Graham and Mobius. Uh um oh what's his name? P. Craig Russell? Yes. I was I was just thinking of Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think of coach. Uh, I think a Dauber. That's who I think of. <laughs> I think a Patrick Starr. Oh god. Coach was uh, a bad show. And, and 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 of course one of the main characters is is an absolute ripoff of uh uh San from *Mononoke Hime that's just like profit i love this stupid weird book i could read a thousand books like this i'm less enthusiastic than you i i don't care I i'll fight you I, this is i'm I not wanna... saying that it's good i'm saying <laughs> okay. that it is the exact precious thing that i want in my life
1: okay i you've already said look at all these things it's like yeah, I was thinking a lot about. Hey, look at all this these things. It's like while I was reading yeah. it. Yeah, uh, his art is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I I like this more than Lock and Key already. Right away. Really? Yeah,
0: I like how I like this the looks art but... more. Yeah,
1: I like his oh, work.
0: Yeah, no, agreed.
1: Yes, I think his work in this is better than his work in Lock and Key. Like immediately, I um, would
0: not even thought it was the same person.
1: It's. I I think he's. I don't know. I. It's a combination probably of he's worked more and this is his mm-hmm. thing. I'm sure he's put a lot of his, his heart and soul into it. Um it is I, like, I don't it's a fun time. It's a big it, it oh, yeah. is I it is a in the barbarian like, hey, like mm-hmm. look at all these idiots tr- trumping around in their you know, trudging through deserts and sea dragons and talking tigers and a bunch of mm-hmm. nonsense that's fun in a big fantasy setting that looks beautiful.
0: Guys taking space drugs and talking to elder gods.
1: Yeah, is there's even aliens in it in the beginning? Mm-hmm. I think I don't know what's going who on. Who knows what well,
0: that's? Who knows what that's going to be? Yeah, like I don't. Space jellyfish.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and there's like just a bunch of them just talking, like they're having a council meeting, like a jellyfish and a
0: mm-hmm. like they're just
1: like, hey, you know, a consortium of space monsters, just to making
0: <laughs> make it, like making sense of this. Just, just, just don't.
1: No, I, I, I. This I, is like,
0: this is like the perfect Masters of the Universe comic.
1: It kind of is, yeah. It is very yeah. much like that in the, in, 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 in the meaning. But it, I do like, there's a lot of things to like about it. It's gorgeous one. It's very, it's actually very dense. The storytelling is, it, mm-hmm. it does a lot in its, in its, in this one issue. Uh, and manages to, to, It manages for me not to hate all those little side characters immediately, which is something. I was prepared to immediately, like, why are these people here? I don't want to hear. I don't want them around. And then I still was like, eh, they're not so bad. Not kind of. We'll see what they do. Uh, um, You're all right, space
0: jellyfish. You're
1: all right, space jellyfish. You're you're okay, blue biker man. Mm -hmm. They have motorcycles. Oh um, what's going on yeah, sea dragons and motorcycles huh this is a- I think
0: that's the thing that makes it seem the most like he man is the 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 action figure vehicle play sets <laughs> that's the uh, god' it's so nice I love it, and you know that, that 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 monster that shows up at the end is definitely like the hordak play set where there's like some kid's hand inside him. you have no idea what i'm talking about
1: i'm i i I did not have any uh he man toys
0: I had them all because apparently my parents would not say no to me when I wanted toys. I
1: had I had Jurassic Park toys and GI Joe toys.
0: We we had several years between us. Mhm. I had I had like 3 GI Joes.
1: I'm a buy. This is a it's a big dumb fun comic book.
0: It's lovely. And I I want to cuddle it.
1: That's double buy sort of ages number 1. Uh we can move on to our next segment. It is time for checking in. Checking in is part show, Eric and I talk about what we've been up to during the week. Uh all kinds of stuff. Make recommendations or just talk about whatever. Eric, what's on what's going on?
0: Holy shit, I got my jujitsu stripe.
1: So you now you have you can just beat up people on the street, right?
0: Yeah, that's licensed to do that. Okay, good. We get a black belt. You can just kill people.
1: License to kill.
0: Yeah, man. Like, some guy is, like, taking too long in front of the grocery store. You just choke him to death. It's fine.
1: And you just lay his body down. And he's like, no, I'm a-. And then you show your license. And you just leave a... P- yeah. you have it. You pull no, a- you just
0: wear that black belt all the time. You
1: pull a piece of paper out of your wallet and put it on his corpse.
0: Mm-mm.
1: People just come no, pick just, him up later. you're just, like,
0: black belted. <laughs> Karate. So now you, you've you leveled up in real life. Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, I I don't know. I, I went to the belt ceremony. It was really, really long. Like, they actually gave out black belts to, like, a bunch of lifers. Dudes that had been doing jiu-jitsu for 10, 12, 13 years. And it was kind of awesome. There was, like, six guys got their black belt. It was, like, wild. Like, just to, like, two guys at our school got black belts, I think. Maybe only one. No, two two uh and 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 there were only i don't know of the dozens of people there were only what eight black belts at her school not a lot it's 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 kind of shocking i don't know i had no idea it's a it's a big commitment for people they don't they don't just uh give them away are you sure pretty positive okay every like every one of those guys you may i don't know you're basically an old man when they give you your black belt. Either that or you're an insanely motivated young man. <laughs> but all I got, I uh, I am heading off to Miami for Art Basel, Art Week is starting this week. So that's happening real soon. Um we're recording on Monday. This will probably be will, this might be released today. It will. Tonight. Yeah. So it'll be this Wednesday I'll be heading to Miami to do Art Week shit, tool around, eat Haitian food, get stabbed in the middle of the night.
1: I uh, don't get stabbed. Get Zika. Don't do that either. Don't do those things.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna totally have microcephaly.
1: I, please, don't do that either. Okay. Those are art good.
0: I appreciate your concern for me.
1: Stabbing's bad.
0: Aw. You want me to live.
1: I do want you to live. Aw. so kind of me. Oh, I'm I'm such a a bleeding heart. I oh, like you
0: too, buddy. Bleeding yeah, heart, used...
1: they they call me.
0: God, what are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> Love for your fellow man. What? Ugh. Ugh. Compassion. <laughs> I don't have anything fun to check in with. Oh. I don't. Well, I don't do. I don't, I don't. I don't do much of anything. Martial arts is pretty fun. Martial arts is thing. pretty rad. I, I, dude it it has been it has been good. Like, I did not think I could even pass the test. It's really, I, I, I feel good. You know, I feel like I can actually keep going. I feel like I'm starting to get it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just a thing that I'm doing and sucking at every day. You know, it's like anything. There's good good and bad days, but mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, it's it's great. Just got to keep at it.
1: Well, I don't really have much to say either, Eric. So, I, I, I Nana Rima's over. Good. I, I won. I, I won. know you,
0: you won the other week. Uh, because yeah, well, you finished you finish your story.
1: I've not finished it yet. I have. Uh, oh man, six, seven chapters to go. Wow, oh, really? Yeah, uh, I'm at sixty three, sixty four thousand words. So I'll be north of seventy by the time I'm done. Uh, but it's wrapping it up. Yeah, the end is in sight. I'm um, gonna try and finish it before I leave. Uh, so or... is, it, is it
0: like the end of the Return of the King where they just have to walk around for a uh, hundred thousand words and say goodbye to everyone?
1: Uh, no, I don't have. I have the opposite problem in that I don't like epilogues at all, and I have to finish. Like, I, I want to end things like literally right at the climax, and that's not. You can't. Some people want to know what happens to the characters at least a little after like the big thing happens. So I have to I have to force myself to say like here's one or two chapters wrapping things up saying here's cleanup or whatever, uh, but it's not the no there's we have they have not gotten to the ultimate showdown at the end of the the story yet but it, it's on the horizon it's close I multiple people just got killed a lot of deaths happening um, but I I did I got fifty thousand words I'm happy about that I'm trying to finish this thing it will be done soon. Uh, the other thing I'll, I'll, i a thing I can talk about that everyone should check out because it's a it's it's really awesome is Neil the Neil Young Archives.
0: Yeah, my friend Dan was posting about that.
1: It's uh uh it went up over the weekend, I think Friday or Saturday. Um, I like Neil Young,
0: as uh, one probably should. Yeah,
1: he's a tremendous singer songwriter rock star who transcended genre. And, you know, was is one of those people that actually shifted his style a lot through 50 years of making music. But it's really just even if like even if you're not necessarily huge fan of Neil Young, it's a really cool thing to check out Neil dot com. It is basically all all the music he's ever been involved with his entire life is on this website at master level recording quality. Like, if your bandwidth can handle it, you can stream the basically master recordings of every single thing he has the rights to. Uh, it's really – and he – like, he has – literally the first thing you can – you they, they suggest for you to do once you get there is watch a tutorial with Neil Young himself walking you through his own – through this website. He's just, like, doing a YouTube video of Neil Young. Like, okay, first you can click on uh, Timeline.
0: Does he show you how to download it to your Pono?
1: No, he does not. He's a, it is a, it is actually a very pretty, a slick looking site, and it has mm-hmm. it's not just the music. It has like you go back to his. The first band that he was in that released a record, it has the music on it and it has like press clippings from his local newspaper. Like it had like every and every step along the way it is on, you know, you have this, you can go by yearly timeline and look like, okay, 1963, this happened, 1967, this happened, 1968. And then by month, as it gets closer and closer together, as he becomes more and more famous, releases more and more music. And then you can also, like, deep dive into, like, personal recordings and stuff that never got released. And you can look at all the press, all his personal notes, everything. And aside from, I think, some Buffalo Springfield stuff, which I think some of it he doesn't have rights to, most of the music is there. Like, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is, like, I think everything I looked at, everything was there. All his solo stuff, of course, is just... Really impressive to see a person put all of their stuff out there and and do like he did all the work for this like there are links to buy this stuff, but you don't have to pay anything to to stream it and it's more just not even the music but all the archival like here's notes here's sheet music here's it's just everything and it's really impressive to see a guy who's you know made been making music for fifty years put all of this stuff on a website and understand. Like, here, like, look at this record. Look at, like, historically, look, look how crazy all this stuff is and just access it. And it, it's such a high quality, too, which Neil Young is very, very adamant about. Like, he wants people to listen to music at as high quality as possible. And frankly, the internet is basically the only way to do it because it's just so much, like, master recordings archived digitally are incredibly large files. And now we're... Like we just don't have storage medium that can like really do it justice unless 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 you fill up Blu-rays or whatever the next step up, HD, HD. What I don't know what the next thing the a formal title for the thing after Blu-rays is,
0: but magic.
1: <laughs> but it's a really cool thing. I encourage uh, if you're a New Young fan and you don't know about like you haven't checked it out, obviously you love it. But I'm just kind of like I, I like New Young, I've dabbled, listened to like solo some of his solo stuff and some of his Crosby, Stills & Young stuff. This is a really neat thing to check out. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. You ready to talk about some Black Panther? Right?
0: I think I am.
1: Okay. Excellent. Because that's what time it is. It's time for Nerdboy Book Club. <laughs> Number Book Club is the part of the show. Eric and I will assign a longer collective work and discuss it in depth, like you would a book club. This week, we are discussing Black Panther volumes one through three by Tana nehisi Coates, Brian Stelfries, Chris Sprouse, with the uh, colors by Laura Martin.
0: Oh, well, Laura Martin.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is a thing. I don't know where to start with this. Uh, it's a. It's,
0: it is tough to talk about, isn't it? Yeah, it's it. It, it really is. Like I remember being very confused. When I first read it and when I picked up the first issue of it, I was really shocked at, I mean, I don't think it's confusing at all, but his writing style, you cannot casually read this book.
1: You can't read this casually.
0: You cannot read it casually. It is pretty dense. His, his writing, he, he makes really, really bold declarations. I was actually like, um, w- with a girl with my girlfriend at the coffee shop. She was reading um The Hell is That book, The Way to the World and Me or something like that. I Between the World and Me, do you know what it is? I'm sure I can Google it. Between the World and Me? Between the World and Me. Yeah, she was reading that. Um she found it really remarkable and she would find me sections of it and read it to me. And I definitely see similarities in the voice. And just sort of the. I don't know. There's a lot of power in the words that he chooses. You know. There's quite a lot of them in this book. Like a surprising a lot of them. And a thing that kind of makes it hard to read. Is they're very juxtaposed. They're very different from what's happening. Oftentimes. There's a lot of T'Challa. Sort of narrating his thoughts. think Talking about being a king or like things that are going on things that he's feeling and thinking they don't describe the action at all so you have to really kind of devote a lot of brain power to okay he's doing this action this is happening and and at the same time kind of decipher what he's trying to communicate and often it's just sort of a word picture you know he's just trying to give you a feeling of what is is going on? Is is this making sense to you?
1: Yeah, it's not. Do you see I,
0: it any differently? I mean, it is. I'm pointing it out because I feel like it's fairly uncommon.
1: No, it's no. This is not a comics. This is a like they. I feel like this is not. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to contextualize this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, what you say, it's not, like, I don't know any, I can't think of another superhero comic in particular that is like this. And that, like, even among other, like, I don't know, more thinky superhero mm-hmm. comics, it's not like, there's very few that's even like this. And it, like, it is about government and power
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and rule And philosophy and like there's a lot of different things all conflating all at once with all these different characters. You know, the characters, I I think that's, I I think this is very good and I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I do think I'm going to have to read it a couple more times before I get everything out of it. I don't think I got everything this one, just one read through. Yeah. And it is pretty dense. Like I am I think we even joked about picking this book because, oh, it's a superhero comic. It won't be as dense as you know, hip hop family tree or like the things we've been reading recently, which are kind of slower reads because they're it's hard not Chris, reads, yeah. It's not it's not Chris Claremont. But it it moves faster than that, but it's still very much I don't know, everyone everyone, all these characters are, are, are especially T'Challa, but a lot of the characters speak in broad symbols and mm-hmm. metaphor. And it's, but it's, it's meshed with, it is clearly like, I can see Ta-Nehisi Coates writing style there, but it's also meshed with like, like a kind of stereotypical, I don't know, I have, like, I think of, like, after that first volume, they re they have Black Pan- the original Black Panther, Jack Kirby, mm-hmm. Stan Lee, Black, it feels like that kind of like, here, I'm at the Big and I'm saying something,
0: you know, oh. it doesn't. I I I get that, and I didn't really read those comics, but I understand like the the similarities and the declarations and things. It actually, to me, it reads a lot like um like a Roman drama. Mm-hmm. You Probably aren't familiar. Are, are you familiar with I Claudius? If you're not, you should absolutely but re- watch it. It's really good. I'm aware
1: of it. I haven't seen it.
0: I I really like it. Um, Derek Jacobi. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart's in it, John Hurt, Brian Blessed, a lot of really big actors, and it's really quite excellent. Um, but just st- the combination of the intrigue and like the sort of rhetorical nature of the way that they speak to each other, um, and the kind of bombast and importance that it has, you know, and the, the, all the discussions about like, you know, what is, what is moral? What is ethical? What does it mean for this country? You know, and yes. it is also relevant to the idea when you're talking about, uh, Rome, you know, because that was definitely a thing that they, a, a, a lot of stories about Rome, you know, do, do we have an emperor, a king? Do we have a senate elected by the people? You know, what's, what's ethical?
1: I mean, every character in this, when they say something, they're saying multiple things. Mm -hmm. There's, there are layers to the dialogue. There are layers to the characterizations where, you know, and I think basically it feels very much like we're kind of left with, we're starting with Wakanda kind of struggling in ruins. We're picking up the pieces left off from a war. What, is the what do we examine here what is the first thing that we cover and i feel like they went okay well what is what is black panther's identity what is he what is this character and what is he first and foremost what is he primarily what is he is the king of wakanda that's the first thing we're going to tackle we're going to tackle each aspects of his identity what's the first thing king he's a king what does king mean what is it being a king mean now like, what does king mean being in the Marvel Universe? What does king in Wakanda mean? What does a king in 2017, 2016 mean? And they set up T'Challa. They set up this, you know, this professor. They set up two uh, women of, of the, the, the Dora Malahe who are, sim- like, the, the, the people by, you know, Tetu and, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Zenzi. They, both of them represent, like, each of these pieces, they don't not only represent, hey, they're not only their character. They also represent things. You know, they, they are kind of, each of them, broad metaphor for something. And all of them kind of are used to kind of create a broader picture of what Wakanda is, of what Empire is, what what a kingdom is, all of those things. and. It it's just a lot. It's a it's a lot on a page. It is very impressive to me what it all what it does. And it also I'm I think if it wasn't Taney Coates writing this, I don't I don't know what how people would react to it. I think it's because it's him writing this, people go, Wow, look at this. Mm. Um his name means something.
0: The name does mean something, it means something that it's him. Mm-hmm. You know, it means something in the oeuvre of his whole work for certain. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think it would still have attention because it is truly excellent beyond that. It's not like, but it it definitely colors the experience.
1: Well, I feel like I don't think it would get me. I, when you search like every week when we do book club, I search, I just do Google searches on the book and see what comes up Mm -hmm. just to see. And most mm-hmm. of the time it's Wikipedia and comic book wikis, regardless of what it is, it's almost always like very niche comic press things, like
0: we read a lot of very niche comic press things,
1: yes, and I mean i hip hop family tree had some outside you know I got some hip hop magazines mm-hmm. and websites mm-hmm. that covered it, obviously, but this you google this. Tanya Black Panther, you get The Atlantic. You get, like, a lot of mainstream, arty mm-hmm. press that most superhero comics don't, they never even glance at them. Or they publish news about Watchmen. They don't, they're not gonna be talking about a, I don't know, Black Panther, I think, has gotten a light shine on him recently simply because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and because of Ta-Nehisi Coates writing about him. But for a long mm-hmm. time, he was neglected. The character was
0: he was yeah not really cared about,
1: and now there's a spotlight on him again I think I don't and I think Coates took that chance, this opportunity and did something very truly special with it um it is i don't I don't know it it i I think my only complaint about it is that sometimes I am. I lose track of these characters in mm-hmm. all the, all the philosophy and all the intelligence. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that is, I mean, that was what was so confusing through our first read. You know, it wasn't obvious, but it did, it, it was a little bit more distilled for me this time. I'm not sure why it could be that having all that time to digest it and come back. Um, and they did in the recap pages, what they left in in the, the trades it looked like, and at least our our digital edition, mm-hmm. um, they left those in, and they kind of they would group the three factions together, right? Um, but it is it's a lot of characters, it's it's a lot of names. I mean, it, it was almost like getting into manga or something for the first time, and everyone's got incredibly Japanese names, and you're like, who who the hell are these people? I can't keep all these names straight. And it, it's, it's very complicated because they're also using a lot of terms. There's like the term that they use, uh, for T'Challa, which means orphan. What was it? Was it orphan
1: or- king? Or- orphan king. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um uh, they, they use that and it's not always clear what that is. Like if you miss it in one place, you go through most of the book and you're like, okay, what does that mean? It, um, it, it's, it's a lot.
1: It, yeah. And it's, I feel like it's not only that there are uh, a a lot of characters. It is also, one, it is not, he is not afraid to just, like, especially the part with uh, Shuri going through the memories of Wakanda, like, all seeing all those things, and they're just like, hey, this is this and this and this and this. I'm like, "Uh, oh, I'll just have to kind of run with this. I can't, Mm -hmm. there's no, there's nowhere I can look this up, I guess. I don't know if there's, like, so I just went, all right, okay. I I'm, I there's no footnotes. So it's very much not handholdy. I guess it's not going to, it's not explain. I mean, I that's for the best, honestly, in the end, uh, it's just also a little bit confusing. I'd rather it not explain all these different terms because you mostly through context, you do understand what it means to Shuri and what it means to her as she comes back from the living death. But it's, I think my other, like along with that number of characters, Their voices, I sometimes blend together because they are all speaking about – well, not all of them, but a lot of them are speaking about in these broad broad metaphors and symbols about power and who rules and what is the kingdom beneath my – all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It kind of – their character voices kind of end up blending together in a certain way. Like, it it feels like – he write almost all the. Well, I don't know. Some of them are dumb, but most of these characters are all incredibly intelligent and all inc- talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes would like them a li- like the characters themselves. Like I because there's so many of them, we don't get. I think a there's no like. Individual, like, I lost track of their individuality. Mm-hmm. It, it felt very much like they you are these... Get,
0: you kind of get, you get, you kind of get lost in, in Ta-Nehisi Coates and, and not necessarily lost in, in the characters.
1: Yes. I, and I don't think that's, like, necessarily a bad thing. In... No,
0: it's, it's not.
1: Um, and I, I think in this context, it, cause this book is more, I I don't know, it's examining such big things that it just doesn't have time for everything, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, it is... You mentioned I, Claudius, and you mentioned, like, big, epic drama. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. And, like, there... You can... Yes, T'Challa has things he wants and, and things he's struggling with, but, like, big capital letters over everything is the questions of power and of 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 rule and of terrorism and revolution and it kind of overpowers everything else and i think that's just the choice they made you know i i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think they they went in well we can either make this like there's a million viewpoints in this a lot of perspectives that bounce back and forth and you can either focus really in on a few of these characters or you can make it look at these big capital issue things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know. I, I, I hope that the next books do, I don't know. I expect it to just go after what's the next thing about T'Challa. What's the, uh, what are the other things he is? And let's just break them apart one by one. You know, how do we, And I, you know, and I think, frankly, it has, you know, it's a, it's a question probably that, like, how, why is he a, like, why is he a a king in 2017 over this super advanced country? Like, what is, how does that make sense in, in the context of 2017? And I think that's what Coates did, really. It was just look at that and answer that question. Like, it can't make sense, honestly. A king like T'Challa would come to this conclusion, that he can't just be, a, he can't be the sole ruler. What do you think about the art, Eric?
0: It's a little weird that they got Chris Sprouse to take stuff over, but, um, I mean, Chris Sprouse is amazing, but it, he he looks like an idiot child compared to Brian Stelfreeze. I often forget how incredibly good Brian Stelfreeze is. Like, I don't know how, to just, like, aggressively, uh, just incredible. It's insane. The dude is an absolute beast. I think they need to give Laura Martin more work. I
1: feel like it's, I, I don't know, I, I feel like it's strange to me that, yeah, Chris Sprouse, I I really like Chris Sprouse. Mm-hmm. And I think he does his best to try and maintain the same kind of aesthetics that Selfridge yeah, establishes.
0: It- Yes, it doesn't jar me out of it. It still feels full and tells the story really well. It doesn't really feel... I I don't feel poor when he takes over, but it's noticeably not Brian Stelfries.
1: Yes. And I I don't know, I feel like... is
0: is stunning. Well, yeah. I I would have never think, like, who is going to make Chris Sprouse look like shit?
1: I think it... I mean, we touch on this every time they do this. Mm When they switch artists, even when it's between two good artists, it doesn't... Which this
0: literally, literally is. I don't think you could find two better ones yeah, and than, it, than these two.
1: And it's, it, it's just, I feel like when you read that first book, Stelfreeze firmly establishes, mm-hmm. I, I think he's, he's necessary to establish the tone that Coates is, is, is creating
0: Coates Coates and Coates and Sprouse make a comic book Coates and Stelfreeze create a fucking world and it is really potent and haunting
1: and i th- i i think that if you're going to... i mean obvi- having Stelfreeze establish it first and then have Coates kind of just goes but uh, Sprouse kind of kind of mimic it to a certain extent and then kind of in blending that with his own style which is more comic booky, like I feel like that's the thing that bothers me about it. I, I think that's the thing that it- it's not bad, but Stelfreeze and like the way he designs everything, the way he establishes the aesthetic, it makes it firmly not a superhero comic, you know, quote unquote. Chris Sprouse, I think of like the most superheroic thing. You know, I feel like Chris Sprouse is like the pulpiest of pulp comic, mm-hmm. big barrel chested Superman kind of well, looking guy. Yes, I know. But I'm I so it doesn't it may I, I feel like it doesn't suit what this book is all the way. I feel like it is
0: Doing a it, serviceable,
1: it's yeah, it's not bad. It's just it felt that's, like it.
0: No, that's what's so stunning is I definitely think of him as a beautiful top tier artist, and for him to be serviceable, like I, it, it, it is really stunning.
1: I, it's just it's. Hey, look, we need to get comic books out, so we can't have Brian Seltzer's Charlie. these I'm like, well. It's really. It's, I don't regret it that much. I I don't. I feel like, along with us, t- t- touching on earlier, how long do you, until trades until there is no such thing as a weekly weekly comics? Mm-hmm. It feels very much like it is. I think I say this every time, but it is short sighted because it is to service this schedule. We need to get this book out on a monthly basis. We can't have delays. Uh, and DC is just as guilty. And, okay, yeah, you got the comic book out on time. Good job. But when you're selling this book five years later, what does that mean? Why, who cares that it came out a week earlier or three weeks earlier or whatever? Like, it, it's not just, hey, we got it out on time. It's that, I, I mean, I it's a complaint I have about Marvel in general is they don't care about their back catalog nearly enough. They care about what they're selling this week, but their back catalog is full of like so many things that they don't keep in print that they don't care about when they have these artists jump back and forth when they have four or five different artists work on the same book. Instead of just letting coat. Imagine this, if Coates and selfies did every issue and not have them have to break them apart because you know of scheduling, which I assume is what the problem was because that's what it almost always is because it feels like this the work that stealth does in that first volume is just as important as Coates' writing. It it is just like establishing the counterpoint to that, establishing Wakanda as, and what it, what it is and what it looks like and making that unique in the Marvel universe is vital. And I'd like to see more of it. And I, when they just go, Oh no, it's, and frankly, also him being the person that, Guides Coates through collaborative comic book writing because he never did this before. I mean, he's a a brilliant writer, so and he loves comic books. I I he can he, he obviously knows what he's doing in this mm-hmm. in that regard. But I feel like having a veteran like freeze, I guess having Chris Sprouse is also good because he also has worked with the Alan Moore and like the top names of writers, and he can. I I don't know if that was. I don't know who picked these, if Coates got any say in any of this, but I would love to see Taniasa Coates write creator-owned comic books. I think this is valuable in revitalizing Black Panther as a property, and because it could say a lot about everything this book covers, which is a lot, but I would love to see him not be under the reins of a company like Marvel, Mm -hmm. where he could just do whatever. I feel like we haven't even touched on this comic book yet, Eric.
0: We kind of haven't.
1: So there's so much in it. There is. It's haunting, kind of.
0: It is haunting. Um, I mean, that's how Coates writes. Yeah. And it's how Stelfreeze draws. So, I mean, it's not surprising that you read this book and you feel it in your soul.
1: It, it, I mean, I would also say it feels incredibly relevant mm-hmm. to politics mm-hmm. in 2017, which, duh. Cause, yeah, because it's cause that's what you know. Coates is he's pretty damn good at that. It, it's
0: well, what what do you mean? We've not. I mean, I, I feel like I, you're. Like,
1: it's just so big. I don't the the idea of power being mm-hmm. on in the people's hands, mm-hmm. and the fact that I don't know. I feel like government, not just the United States. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. because of the. United States is where you live and I'm still a citizen. They, the, the Trump presidency and the absolute chaos and feeling about like this book is all about an empire that is struggling to find an identity and fighting amongst itself on how to get there. And it feels like that's where America is. In other nations as well in the world. But it feels like you have all these people. You have T'Challa, who wants the best for his country, but also doesn't know how to get there, who wants to quell uprisings, even though he's not sure if the people who are doing the uprisings are necessarily wrong. You have these terrorists who, quote unquote, terrorists, revolutionaries, depending how you want to look at it. Mm who they,
0: you, you you bomb a crowd you're a terrorist i understand I'm you just, cannot i cannot uh you cannot be a revolutionary well i'm
1: speaking more of the uh the two uh, dora malahe the those those two no, are I, are more of the they 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 end up you know in league with those the the with zenzi and tetu but they are they seem more hesitant to about the the more extreme things And I, I mean, I think that's what this book does is represent all these different political ideals. And like, you have this philosophy, this, this philosopher, this professor who is very, no, your king is, your kingdom is bad and wrong. And we definitely need to move to uh, a different way, but he doesn't know how, and he definitely can't get the country there. And it feels, (coughs) I don't know. It, it feels like, I feel like, are you okay?
0: Man, I was so far away from the microphone. You could still hear that.
1: I will live. Well, as we establish, that's a good thing. Better than average. It It's just, it feels like a mirror. It feels like, look at all these different factions, All and I don't know who to trust. I don't know who to, I, like... I don't necessarily think T'Challa T'chala is a hero in all of this the whole time. I feel like he is, he is wrong with some of the things he does. And I think that the book does a good job of reflecting that, hey, of making all these different people and all these different ideologies very gray and how difficult it is to ascertain what is the right thing? Like, what do I do? I, I it, it, Like, you have all these people who... For the, like, I don't know, some like Zeke Stain does not have good intentions, but mm. a, a lot of the characters, most of the characters, I would say, even have good intentions. And it's hard to figure out who's who and what's what. And I feel like that's by design. I don't, I don't know what to trust.
0: I mean, I, I think it's interesting that you read, because I never read it as anything, but T'Challa just had. A lot of impossible positions to be put into, do you know what I mean? yes, it's like the conflict of they even include the Hickman comic with the the device that blew up universes you know mm-hmm do you kill a whole universe to so that two universes don't die you know, and it this is a lot of that you know do you do you fight and kill your own? countrymen because they're rebelling against you i mean what do you do and i don't know i i definitely get that it's just being in that position of leadership they really they he 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 takes a point to show you that there is no there's often no right choice and there's nothing that's going to be it's just by default it's just going to kind of suck it's kind of bad
1: yes the they even say like Oh, I, I think Ch- Chal is talking with his stepmother, and she's like, "No sane person wants your job. Mm-hmm. No one wants that. What? No, no sane person would want your job." And it feels like I think you're right. You know, there is sometimes no right answer. You're presented with two bad choices, which is the bad choice you pick. But mm-hmm. I think that just goes along with the the fact that every single day I am presented by news of these of, of issues and people speaking on them with like, they speak with such utmost certainty, but I know it's not that simple. I know none of these, every, everything is, everybody wants to make everything simple. You have yeah. to do this and not that.
0: And black and white,
1: everything's and, and nothing is and not. It's not, it's like very rarely that, that easy. And I feel like that is the thing this book nails more than anything is that everything is hard and everything is wrong and everything is a struggle all the time. And it just every day I, I should get off Twitter. Honestly, is the the correct answer. It's just you're (laughs) we're we are all bombarded with more bad news than we've Mm -hmm. ever been before. It's just the nature of how connected we are, regardless if you're on Twitter all day. And this book feels like it's just acknowledging, like, it. this is what this is. It is r- ruling a nation and helping people at, and dealing with all these different pl- ideologies is messy and gross and a struggle, even for the best people, even for heroes like T'Challa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, my... What did you th- Okay, there's a, this is the other thing that kind of stood out to me. What did you think about the crew showing up?
0: Weakest part of the book. I agree. I mean, it was a really off message sort of section. Not completely unpalatable and it is nice to know that it exists in a larger Marvel universe, but you don't really need it. You don't need Luke Cage coming in. You don't really need Storm.
1: I I I think you know like storm at least is that she they you know they have oh, yeah. established relationships so I'm I'm like okay no, I I, I, just, I understand yeah, but it's I know. like
0: I, you don't need to bring x-men into this Yeah you don't need I, to bring defenders into this you don't need misty night
1: Yeah it's the fact that this book is so much about wakanda and about this very specific nation about their very specific politics and the the struggle they're going through when you bring in these capital S superheroes in it deflects that message. And I think dilutes it like we like, I feel like that was a, I'm think I'm not sure about this, but I think that was a, 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 an attempt to mark cross market the, the black Panther and their crew comic, which Mm -hmm. was also written by Coates, which also got canceled after two issues Uh, to try and, yeah, pe- raise awareness of that book and like what it be, what it would be like. I guess. Um, I it that comic like th- when that happened too. I, I I read a lot about this today as I was googling. When that book got canceled, a lot of people were in uproar about Marvel can't even get a comic book written by Tahana Hissakotes to do well. They have to cancel it after two issues because the sales are so bad. Yep. But I th- honestly think it's just an extension of how marvel dilutes their properties mm. and if if that if i don't know i felt like the reaction to that book is why does this exist and why am i why like i'm already reading the black panther comic why do i have to also read another black panther comic and it feels like that this part that part of this the, these three books is the weakest part and it feels very much like it dilutes this comic. and makes it less, th- less, th- I don't know, less than optimal. It, it, you could cut that out and not really miss anything. That the, all the fighting parts of this book are all the worst parts. Uh, like very, like very few parts of this where I'm like, oh, cool, they're fighting. Like I felt like the best parts are yes, all the ta- is Black Panther is T'Challa having to sit down with all these monstrous dictators like seeing him go kind of wince at having to even talk to these people and all of them going yeah he uh, he doesn't know what he's doing yeah you have to be cruel you have to be terrible to keep people online and what they and what they would what their suggestions for him to fix what's wrong with Wakanda like that was interesting to me that's exciting when you have him like going like going out in the streets of Wakanda and just beating up like eight people who are brainwashed not even as if he is like, even if he's spouting philosophy as he does it, which is happening a lot of the time. I don't want, I don't want superheroes in this, you know. I don't want X or or Defenders. I don't know. It's still, I I I think all my complaints about this are incredibly minor, and I think some of it is, I feel like some of it's Marvel editorial putting their nose into things. I feel some of it is Coates being still a very young comic book writer. Um, I think some of it is the change in the art, subtle that it may be. Mm-hmm. I think those are the the causes of a lot of the, the minor inconsistencies in this thing. But ultimately, it's incredibly novel and unique in superhero comics to have something this smart.
0: <sighs>
1: Anything else you want to say, Eric?
0: I feel like it's silly to be two white guys talking about this book. Okay. Particularly that... <clears throat> All of the incredibly potent writing that Donna Hesse Coates has done about race, yes, uh, that we don't at least touch on that. Okay, I mean, um,
1: I I think it permeates the. I I feel like it's hard to.
0: No, I mean it's it's obvious and it's there, right? Um, but like it's 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 notable, yes, and that it's it's clear. There is, it it was a decision, you know, like, there are almost, there are almost no non-African people in this book, you know, by design. Yes. That, like, it is a book about, you know, it really emphasizes the things about, like, they, they, they talk about their national pride and how they're, you know, how they seek to be exemplary and... The things about like how it's the most technologically advanced like it, it i don't know i I like that he capitalized on all that like he really doubled down on all of that i um it it almost goes without saying, but I think we should say it <laughs> you know I, it's it's stupid to be like. It's like there's an elephant in the room, and it's dumb of us not to at least address it.
1: I mean, it is – this book is is permeated with – I mean, the the concept of Wakanda in and of itself, a nation in Africa that avoided colonialism and imperialism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. is the most advanced uh, nation and sits on this vast, incredible resource of uh, vibranium, it is – a an incredible idea, and it's remarkable that it took. I mean, Jack Kirby invented this in the sixties, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's ever been utilized as good as much as it should be. It is an incredible idea. It is it, 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 and I feel like part of my like I don't know, I, I I you know I don't I'm I I wish I had more knowledge about Afrofuturism. I wish I had more, like, I know the very basics of, of, of you know, colonialist and imperialist history, you know? I don't know a lot, and I don't want to say something stupid because I'm ignorant. I don't, I haven't read a lot of Afro-futurist, Afrofuturist fiction. It's out there. I just haven't been, I haven't, I need to sink it out, honestly. Uh, Coates is aware of all those things, and- Of course. This is, this this book sits in- sits in that kind of the whirlpool of all those ideas and it's like the idea of wakanda in and of itself is a fundamental rejection of so many things that you are taught in school it is it is it is a fundamental challenge to internalize ideas of what africa can be and I think it's to Coates credit that he doesn't waste time talking about that. He assumes that. He digs deeper. I feel like there is, he assumes, hey, this is, this is what Wakanda is. I'm not going to talk yeah. about.
0: It starts in the middle. It doesn't have to hold your hand and be like, oh yeah, well, of course black people are, are, can be smart and have a country of all their own and it can be all these things. Yes. And that's, that's literally what's so fucking cool about it. You know? That like I'm not surprised that these I mean, I, I've definitely heard, you know, the, the ideas of I, I I didn't realize it was a genre, but why am I surprised? You know, Afrofuturism, It's certainly a thing I was aware of. Um but it's it's great that it just kind of is in media's res of that. Yeah. And, you know?
1: and it's it's I, I there's a particular when you we you when you talk about it, it feels there they they, I, I think this is a very small bit that it's only mentioned in this, and I feel like it is a important important point because Coates in his writing rejects even the idea that oh Wakanda is only special because it has vibranium, mm-hmm. and it may be wealthy because it has vibranium and powerful because it has vibranium because it, but it is not it is not. Its uniqueness and in, in importance and intelligence is not only because it has vibranium. There's the mo- uh, there's a I think Shuri when she is wandering through the memory afterlife or whatever it is, I don't have the right word for it. The the mother character challenges directly. She's like, think to the past. We have not always had vibranium. You know, we have, we we ex- we have established ourselves and existed long before we found this mm-hmm. the, the metal, and it's a very small part but i feel like that the whole shuri storyline each and every bit of it you know it 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 is threaded basically through this entire arc up until the point she is revived and every single bit is establishing these the these these stories these myths and this the history of wakanda and each step along the way i don't know it it deepens deepens that idea of of what makes Wakanda important and why the idea of Wakanda is important in and of itself, not even in like the text of the comic book, but in the general world. Um, I don't know. It is like, you think of the ideas of, you know, like in planetary, we, they, you know, Tarzan stumbles upon in, in an African nation that exi- has this, you know, this important, technology and stuff like Alan Moore's done the same thing with his, some of his stories, but those are, they, they treat it like a novelty. And in this Coates treats it, uh, like it's normal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, it shouldn't be like such a fundamental, uh, like it shouldn't be like groundbreaking. It shouldn't be astounding. Like, Hey, this is like, obviously this is so cool. And yes, this is how real life is. Yes. There's, but, a lot of the time, like, I have options to take... In high school, I took I could take European history. I could take American history. I, there were no African history classes. I was not taught African history at all. Zero. None. It was a footnote in World War II. They had tank wars there. That's what I was taught in school.
0: We don't really learn any kind of history outside of a little bit of American history. And history in general is, I think at least at the high school and lower level, really poorly taught.
1: No, it, it's bad.
0: It's like, here's a bunch of dates. Here's some names of people you don't give a shit about. Here's where some people died. What does that tell you about uh, uh, about the fucking human condition? History's fascinating.
1: Yes. And I I mean, I, I it, uh, the Black Panther is so exciting it's because his existence, the existence of Wakanda, challenges all those internalized... Mm-hmm. that internalized education and I say that as as two white guys talking about black panther like there is I think
0: it does kind of I don't know the instability of Africa you know most people will argue that is because I mean it was the way that it was left by Europe
1: mhm yeah it's you know, i mean
0: they 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 came in And they're like, oh, shit, well, let's just leave. And, you know, it's like power vacuum. And then you have 10,000 people being ISIS. You know, it's... It's
1: it's an incredibly complicated thing. And I don't... That's why I, like, I don't want... Oh, yeah, and we
0: are literally, like, we're educated enough to know we are not educated on this.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, Black Panther, at the end of the day, is still a Marvel superhero comic book. And... Coates doesn't try and teach people. He de- this book is not teaching people about imperialism or colonialism. It all it does is doesn't pretend like it doesn't exist. It it uh, it understands Wakanda's context and puts it in a real place. And by doing that, it broadens the narrative and allows room for more in that direction. I don't know. This book is spectacular. It's very very good. Mm. It's very very smart. It's incredibly dense. I probably need to read it again. I'm probably I'm going think I'm going to try and read it over Christmas break again because I think that it probably needs more a, a, another reading for me to get everything cuz I'm sure as hell didn't get it this time. It you know, it's just like one of his books. You know, you're going to get more if you read it a couple times. <sighs> I think I'm out, Eric. Mhm. Tapping out. I think I'm I'm done. I got um that's Black Panther, Todd Coates, mm-hmm. Brian Stelfreeze. Mm-hmm. Chris Sprouse, Laura Martin in let's see in one, two, three, four weeks time, one month we will be reconvening. We're going to be taking a little holiday break. Eric's going to go to Miami. I'm going to come to Florida. We're going to do lots of stuff. We'll be reconvening just before the end of the year. Our next episode will be coming out on the 1st of January, 2018. And we'll be doing the handsome boys handies awards. Our year, our annual year end awards telling you the best comics for the entire year. Don't at all regret naming our awards that ever. I don't know. Eric still, I think, has said he doesn't regret it.
0: I love handies. On the record. Mm-hmm. just going to be brave and admit it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're so brave. But that'll be in a month. Uh, you can check back in with us then. Uh, I think i will do it for us. We have the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Find links to everything there. Facebook.com slash Hour. Uh, We'll see. We're on Twitter at hour You can email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. If you like the show, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Play Music. Or if you listen to us, it helps people uh, find the show. We really appreciate it. Also, just telling your friends, hey, check out the show. We like that a lot. Eric, where can they find you and your things online?
0: Good question, Robbie. You can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com. And most of the things... I get up to by going to ericzgoodnight.com that includes my Instagram and my Twitter. Both usernames are EasyGoodnight.
1: So, that, folks, we'll call it a day. Have a good
0: one. Rock and roll.